Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com. Okay, for this episode, we're going to talk about why singing without playing your instrument feels so weird. People who usually sing while playing guitar, bass, keyboards, drums, or other instrument often find it weird and frustratingly difficult to sing as well as they can when they're playing. The reasons can be psychological and physical. You can find yourself lost without your instrument on the live stage and in the recording studio. Live, maybe you want to get out from behind your instrument for at least a song or two for a more direct and intimate connection to your audience, or you just want to change the optics and the energy of the show. In the studio, it's usually wise to do vocals as a controllable overdub instead of simultaneously singing and playing. Let me give you an interesting example from my past. When I first moved to Nashville many years ago, I sang a lot of background vocals in what they call simul sessions. These sessions were where the musicians, background vocalists, and lead singers recorded together at the same time. It was a lot like live TV. If you messed up, it was painfully and publicly obvious and made others have to do over as well. So there was great incentive and some might say stress to get your part right the first time. Anyway, this session I want to tell you about was for none other than Johnny Cash. As we prepared to record, I remember that I watched a studio tech take the strings off Johnny's guitar and give it to him to hold while he was singing. His wise producer, Snake Reynolds, had noticed that he sang better when attached to his guitar. At the time, I wondered why that mattered. Now I understand. Please take note. The information I'm about to tell you is only for those who are most comfortable singing and playing and feel that that's where they sing the best. It's not for those who are not confident playing at the same time as singing or those who play with bad crunched posture or those who actually don't have good enough vocal technique to sing well while they're playing. That said, let's go into the issues now. Psychological issues of singing without playing. When your brain learns to do something, it programs as much of the action into automatic as it can in order to accomplish the goal much more efficiently, easier, and faster. The brain literally lays down myelin sheath fiber highways around the neural synapsis pathways that it wants to memorize. If you change a factor, especially as significant as what the side limbs of your body are doing, it can throw the auto button back to manual. Then you start thinking about the how instead of the what that you're communicating. The results can be frozen or guarded stance, missing body and facial language, numbness, and other performance fails. Vocal issues and limitations creep in, sabotaging your confidence even more. There's just no way your voice can do its best when your brain is occupied with so much conscious thinking. Now let's talk about physical issues of singing without playing. When your hands aren't playing, they don't know what to do and tend to fall like dead weight. This makes your arms into ribcage anchors. Then the dropped tight ribcage allows too much slack 
and uncontrolled movement in the dome of the diaphragm. You can think of this as the kiss of death to breath control. Without the familiar instrument at your hands to brace against, your head tends to drift forward. This again adds to the collapse of the ribcage and also the tightening of the throat channel. Then the chin starts coming up and forward to hit notes which had been easy when you were playing at the same time. Think of this as the kiss of death to tone, range, and pitch. And say hello to vocal strain. Here's what you can do. There are some ninja tricks that can help you sing as well, if not better, without your instrument. Please understand that every singer is unique, you may not be aware of what you're really doing, and that it's best to work with a coach who can diagnose your particular issues and fine-tune these tactics for you. That said, here are three suggestions. Number one, check your posture. Stand flexibly tall instead of crouched forward. Balance your head over your heels instead of your toes. Make sure the upper curve of your back is flexibly straight instead of pronounced, kind of crunched over. On stage, use body language of the magnet instead of the blowhard. (laughs) In the studio, know how to position yourself at the mic so you're flexibly tall. Number two. Use your hands. As I mentioned, the position and action of your hands affects your breath control, and breath control creates vocal control. If on stage you have a mic or mic stand in your hand, learn to use your grip to widen your ribcage. Mostly keep the butt end of the mic 45 degrees down and the head of the mic right at your mouth. Squeeze it, not continually, just as you articulate your lyrics. Done correctly, this should create that pulling sensation that makes you tall and wide, opening your throat and rib cage. Just don't pull it away from your mouth much. If you're singing in the studio, hold a back scratcher or the equivalent stick-shaped object between your palms, which should replicate the rib cage widening that happens when you play your instrument. Gently squeeze the stick between your palms to open your ribcage and brace your head back a little bit over your spine. And number three, focus on the point of the spear, the message. Here's where not having an instrument can help you. If you don't have to worry about playing the right chords and you can use these other ninja tricks so that your voice feels controlled and strong, then you can focus your mind even better on to the message, and the person to whom you're singing. Okay, today I'd like to take a moment and tell you why I created All Things Vocal blog and podcast. I put so much into it that I've been told by a lot of people that I give away the farm. Actually, they're right. If you truly can't afford professional vocal training at all, then it's my purposeful intention that you can improve your vocal ability for free from the information you read and hear on all things vocal. However, I do want you to know there's a lot more I can help you with. If your voice is important to you and you want to go farther with more proven techniques, do look into my CD and DVD training courses and or take one-on-one singing or speaking lessons with me in person or online. I can
If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it with others. And by all means, leave me a review where you heard it. This is Judy Rodman. Find me at www.judyrodman.com. And don't forget to subscribe to hear the next episode of All Things Vocal, the podcast for singers, speakers, vocal coaches, and recording producers.